I'm Meridian Baldacci, Director of Strategy at Family Policy Alliance. If you haven't heard yet, uh, the latest news is that Biden's Department of Health and Human Services is attempting, yet again, to redefine the word sex to include sexual orientation and gender identity. And if you're thinking what I'm thinking, this is going to implicate a lot of things in the transgender area um, and a lot of a lot of other woke policies that you and I would be concerned about. Um, so I'm bringing in an expert to talk about this, and she's actually an in-house expert at Family Policy Alliance. Her name is Ruth Ward, and she's the director of government affairs here at Family Policy Alliance. Uh, Ruth, can you just tell us a little bit about what this rule is and why the Biden administration is doing this? Yeah, thanks so much, Meridian. I'm really excited to be here to share a little bit more about this and how we can all engage on this issue. Um, so you said it exactly right. HHS released a rule, um, and that pertains to um, those that apply for grants um, at HHS. And uh, what they did exactly is they're rolling back some of the good policy that the Trump administration did. And by doing so, they're expanding the definition of sex to include sexual orientation and gender identity, which this has huge implications for those that apply for the grants um, that serve any number of families. And, and just, just help us walk through for our audience. What does that actually mean? Because, because when I hear a, a rule, I think, and especially something that's just involving grants, that all sounds pretty technical to me. Uh, so, so why does it actually matter if a single word sex is getting redefined for these organizations? Yeah, great question. So when you're redefining something as intricate as the word sex, um, that, that implies um, what the organizations can and can't do when they're serving the population. So this applies to even groups that have Head Start funding. So if you're teaching preschoolers, um, if you're serving women that may be impacted by violence, um, you don't want to invite uh, and you don't want to invite men into that space. Um, obviously, we would have very big issues with that. Great concern for the safety and well-being of women and children. Um, we want to watch out and, and, and speak to that rule um, by inserting comments, sharing our thoughts to the to the department. So, so what you're saying is if, if I redefine sex, if, I, if I'm the Biden administration and I'm redefining sex as sexual orientation, gender identity, the gender identity part of that means that a man could say, actually, I'm a woman because that's my gender identity. Um, and now I get to go into one of these, say, women's shelters, like you mentioned, um, and I get to go and um, be there with all these other women, um, maybe regardless of whether maybe I've had a history of violence against women. But now I'm saying that my gender identity, even though I'm a man, is as a woman. And so now I'm going to force my way into this domestic violence shelter for women. Is that the kind of scenario that we're worried about here? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you have to think about this like logistically, even when you're applying for a grant. So who else is that uh, going to have an issue with this? It's the organization that's serving these people. Right. So we have issues The the rule does include some religious protections, but it's, it has to be stamped by the federal government saying, yeah, OK, your religious concerns are legitimate while others are not. And then you're what about church, those with conscience right? protections? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the you're a church or you're like obviously a religious organization. Yeah. What happens if you're right. not? Yeah. And you don't have to be a church to know that you shouldn't invite a man into the space of women when they're already dealing with great trauma um, and great issues there and mental health issues. So this these are all HHS grants. This is the largest grant making in the entire U.S. government. Um, these are these serve a lot of families that are in need. This affects children, women, um, really the entire family. And so the Biden administration, this is 
I just want to highlight this because this is not the first time that the Biden administration has tried to redefine sex in an area of law where this is really going to matter. I mean, the one that's coming to mind for me is, is Title IX. Maybe you could speak to that a little bit. But what are some of the other areas where the Biden administration has been trying to do this? Yeah, we're all familiar with the women's sports issue, like you just referenced, Title IX. Um, we talk about safe girl sports, right? Because we know that men shouldn't be in competing with women um, in their sports. We're talking about biological men. Um, competing against biological women. This is totally unfair um, and it's it's not right for those girls that are competing. Um, and and you're seeing this kind of across the board where they're going into each, each piece of the law where they can um, and redefining that. And it, it really is at a disservice um, and to, to many different levels, whether that's um, you know, those that seek to serve um, children in foster care, uh, really that's where a lot of these issues stemmed from um, and, and what we're seeing moving forward, uh, there, there's any number of areas that we're, we could be involved in. Absolutely. You know, one, one concern I've had, and I, I know many have had with the Biden administration redefining sex in these different areas, is that the Biden administration is actually trying to go after states that are doing good work here. It, it, it's been really this increasing division of Biden versus the states. Um, and girls sports being exactly one of the areas where we've seen that, where uh, over 20 states now have said, you know, we're going to protect female athletes so they don't have to compete against male athletes because we know that's not fair. You know, now we're approaching we're approaching half of the states saying that the Biden administration doesn't like that, gets upset at it um, and says, actually, we're going to redefine sex. So now <laughs> now everything you're doing doesn't matter, essentially, is what they're what they're trying to do. I'm oversimplifying that. But that's that's what the Biden administration is trying to do there. What what kind of implications can we see in this role that we're talking about today? So with these grants, with with the Department of Health and Human Services, how could how could that impact the states? Yeah, well, recently I'll go into even a little bit of a different story, the Title X funding, which those are those those funds that serve women and children in the uh, maternity or even um, postnatal uh, visits. Um, those are those are funds that really, really cut to the core of the again, the family. Well, uh, when states are passing legislation to say that, hey, we don't want to refer for an abortion when a woman come in, comes in to seek help, the Biden administration has already said, well, hey, well, we'll suspend your funding, your Title X funding. Um, that's already happening in Oklahoma and in Tennessee. Um, so those are really unfortunate situations. So similarly here, if a state says, hey, you can't um, you can't allow a man into that space. Um, well, you know, there's a chance that the Biden administration will come back and say, hey, you shouldn't receive that funding then. And that's a really scary thought, right? Because that only what that does is that deters good organizations, good people from serving families um, that really need the help. That keeps I mean, I'm thinking about the domestic violence example. I keep coming back to that, that, that if, if you have a domestic violence shelter that says, you know what, it's it's not healthy, it's maybe not even safe for these women to be at, exposed to an environment where a man could come in and identify as a woman, I don't think I can operate in, in that kind of environment. Now that domestic violence shelter might be shuttering its doors um, and, and, and closing out their services that are so needed for those women. I think that's that's the kind of thing you're talking about. What One thing I'm, I'm wondering, and, and I'm gonna ask you to get in kind of the psyche <laughs> here of the Biden administration, why are they doing this? And, and and why do they think that they can do this? I guess that, that's the really the important question is, well, why, what basis do they think they have for doing, for redefining sex? 
Yeah, right. So when Bostock was decided at the Supreme Court, right, that was specific to Title VII. So when they're talking about sex there, we're talking about employment practices. So they've essentially pulled that out and said, hey, we should apply it in this as well. And so they're doing that in Title IX, like we just referenced, um, and other areas, and they're citing that in this rule. So you can go in and read the rule for yourself, which I don't necessarily recommend. We've done that for you um, so that you can just uh, go in and comment on it pretty easily. Um, but they're citing that specifically when really we would argue that it has no place, um, That's that it is not a correct argument, it's not a correct translation to bring that into um, this grant space. Yeah, I mean, so basically the Supreme Court says one time in one specific law, okay, you know, we're, we're going to expand, expand how we view sex. We can talk separately about whether that was a good decision, but but the Supreme Court says it just for that one instance. The Biden administration takes this as a free-for-all and says, great, we're going to do that in every law ever. That's not what the Supreme Court was talking about. Um, the Biden administration has certainly gone overboard there. Um, I'm glad, though, that you brought up what people can do um, and how they can drop in comments. So we're going to have a link for you here in the comments. Um, it takes one minute, two minutes, if you really want to take your time, to go drop a comment in um, and let the Biden administration know what you think. Um, but I think a lot of people don't actually know, first, what the comment process is um, and how this actually works. And then secondly, why it matters. Could you speak to those things? Yeah, your comments are incredibly important. That's the one thing I'll say. And it's because that the departments are mandated to read through the comments, right? And especially if you have a specific story or a specific uh, really unique comment that's personalized to you, um, that's even better. Uh, so we would encourage you to submit the comment because they have to read it and they have to hear our concerns. That's something that that they're required to do. Um, so it really just takes a moment, as Meridian says, um, but it's incredibly important. Uh, FPA Family Policy Alliance will be submitting a comment as well. Um, and we encourage you, um, our listeners, to do the same. Absolutely. And I want to underscore what you said about the importance of unique comments, too. We did pre-write a comment for you. So if you if you have no time at all, but you want to make a difference, you can go in there and you can just hit submit. That's better than doing nothing. So please do that. Uh, but if you have something personal to say, whether it's just how you personally feel about this um, or even better, if you were personally impacted, if you say, actually, I think I, I, I went to a place that, that had one of that had one of those services. I was at a domestic violence shelter or I was receiving um one of the various services you 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 can you can look that up if you want to, but one of the various services that's covered here, um, and tell that story and talk about how it would have impacted you if, say, a man had been able to identify as a woman, or vice versa, in that situation, um, and just tell that story. That can really make a huge difference because the Biden administration, Ruth is right here. They actually have to respond to each unique comment. So uh, the the more we can make our comments unique, the more time we're forcing the Biden administration to to take. Uh, to think through this and to slow down what they're doing. So I think that's that's really well said, Ruth. Um, the last thing I, I want to ask is kind of what, where do we go from here? What happens? So the the deadline, I, I should I should make this clear, the deadline is September 11th. Um, so please do make sure that you get those comments in today if you can, but uh, certainly in the next couple of days, um, spread the word to your to your friends. But after September 11th passes, what's the process from there? 
Yeah, so after they take in these comments, they will review them and then they'll promulgate a final rule. So they'll release a final rule. This is just a proposed rule, right? And so they wanna hear what we have to say. So when you talk about um, serving women and not bringing biological women, we talked about that, but we also wanna bring in um, the fact that we shouldn't be promoting um, transgender surgeries, right? Um, So-called gender affirming care. That's what they're gonna wanna call it um, when we're talking to preschoolers, right? Like that's just not okay. And that's also a part of this. And again, as Meridian said, we have a comment prescribed for you, but we would love for you to um, go ahead and add your own thoughts as well. Um, so that way, when they release their final rule, we can say we can look at it and say, okay, well, where, where, how are they going to implement this, and where is this really going to make a difference, and and what's going to happen um, after they um, actually finalize it? Because they, right now they're they're listening and hearing um, so that they can release a final rule. Absolutely. Well, and there's a, a lot happening uh, even beyond this, just at, at the federal and state levels, uh, good, and, good and bad, depending on, on where you live and what the issue is. Um, if you are not actively engaged with Family Policy Alliance and getting our emails, I would really encourage you to sign up for those. Um, we've got, we'll, we'll put the link in the chat for that as well. But what that'll do is that'll actually send you action alerts. We send those directly to you anytime there's an opportunity to engage. So people who were on our email list got an action alert. Um, telling them about this opportunity to speak out will give you lots of other opportunities to speak out, again, both the federal and state levels um, on all the issues that are most important to us. So be sure to engage. We always give you these uh, e easy ways to easy ways to take action so it doesn't take a lot of time, but it can make a big difference. Um, Ruth, what encouragement do you have for our audience today as they're thinking about this issue and um, just also thinking about engaging broadly? Yeah, I think um, particularly you want to you want to view every person, right? And I think that's even um, at the heart here is like how do we view the other person and treating every person with inestimable value? Um, and and we want to translate that in our comments too, right? So every day that we go about, and how do we do that? We honor women, we honor children, we honor the way that God designed our bodies. Um, and so whenever we're talking to others in our communities, we should be um, open and 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 be bold when we're talking to them about protecting kids and honoring women and saving those spaces, uh, but then also treating each other with respect um, and, and dignity um, and, and, and really seeing the value in the other person. Um, so when we're going about thinking about these things, just keep open eyes um, and, and look for opportunities and, and forward things like, you know, our email, as Meridian said, to your friends so that that might also care about this issue um, and just stay alert. Um, but, but, you know, be, be the voice uh, for those that maybe can't speak for themselves. Well, thanks so much, Ruth, for joining us today. And thanks to our audience for joining us. Um, again, if you like this, be sure to follow, follow us, like, share, comment on this. Um, and be sure to go and submit your comments uh, through our Action Center. The deadline is September 11th to let the Biden administration know that you don't want them to try to redefine sex as sexual orientation and gender identity, because you and I both know it's not. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Brought to you by Family Policy Alliance. Our vision is a nation where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive, and life is cherished.